Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Eat Up Mondays. Listen, I pray you guys had a great weekend. I pray that your Monday is going well so far. Listen, don't forget to like this video. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel after you click the subscribe button, click the bell, and it will notify you every time we upload a video. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you guys for all of your support. Well, guess what, guys? It's time to get our grub on. So without further ado, let's dig in. Today, we're going to be coming out of Genesis chapter 3, verses 9 through 13. We're going to be talking a little bit about Adam and Eve. And as we look here in the scriptures, starting at verse 9, it reads as follows. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? So this is the Lord looking to fellowship with Adam. He's coming looking for him. This is after Adam and Eve has ate the fruit um, and they're pretty much hiding. So God is looking Looking for Adam, he calls out to Adam and says unto him, Where art thou? And he said, meaning Adam, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, meaning God, who told thee that thou was naked? Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. So the first thing he does when God asks him, did you not, you know, did you eat from the tree that I told you not to? He didn't ask him about anybody else. He just said, did you eat from the tree? Because if you are hiding and you know that you're naked, then obviously you have ate from the tree. So this is God giving him an opportunity um, to fess up to what he has done. But instead, of him fessing up or taking accountability, he says, man, listen, it's the woman that you gave me. It was her that gave me to eat and I did eat. And verse 13 says, and the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. So now God turns to her and he asks her, you know, well, what is this that you have done? And instead of her taking accountability for her actions or fessing up for her actions. What does she do? She blames the snake. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Something that is, is a big part of human nature. We see it every single day and it's the inability to take, you know, accountability for our actions. The, the, you know, those times where we just can't say, listen, I messed up. And we see that a lot in human nature. We see that a lot in the present times, you know, and in our lives, you know, whether it's a husband and wife, you know, one can't take accountability for their actions or they both can't, you know, whether it comes to parenting, you know, uh, you know, whether it comes to, uh, you know, I talked a little bit about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, you know, when it comes to when we have these conversations about police brutality or black on black crime or white on white crime. And, you know, it's like anytime you bring up one of those topics, they, they say something about the other one. It's like, well, what about police brutality? It's like, well, you know, what about black on black crime? And then you bring up black on black crime. You need to be held accountable for what's going on in your neighborhoods. And somebody said, well, whites kill just as much as blacks do. They kill each other. You know, so it's like it's like a finger pointing thing. And that's what we see here um, with Adam and Eve. So this is something that's been going on since the beginning 
beginning of time where we as men and women, as human beings, a lot of times we don't like to be held accountable for our actions. And I wanted to talk to you guys this Monday about that, the importance of being held accountable for your actions, the importance of being honest about the things that you have done. Because sometimes when you can't be honest about mistakes that you've made, you know, whether intentional or unintentional, you know, they can affect you for a long time when you are not able to, you know, stand up and say, listen, I messed up. You know, when you find yourself blaming people for things that have happened in your life, you know, for many, many years, it can really, truly affect your life, especially if you are the cause of it. You know, a lot of times we don't like to look in that mirror and say, listen, I am the cause of the predicament that I am in. But instead, we try to find somebody else, an escape goat, you know, to try to put everything on so that we are not held accountable, you know, for the things that we have done or that we are not held accountable for the places and positions that we are in in our lives. So I wanted to just talk for a few minutes about that. That is super important, guys, that, you know, that we are honest with ourselves and that we are honest with God. Why? Because first of all, God knows everything. So there's no need to try to hide anything from God. There's no need to try to act like God doesn't see, you know, everything that we do. And it's very important that we, if we have made some mistakes and if we have done some wrongs, that we truly go before God, if we have not already, and repent and say, listen, God, I messed up. I need you to help me with this. And another reason why that is important is because even if you don't, even if we are not willing to be held accountable for our actions, guess what? We're going to be held accountable for them anyway. Listen to what Romans 14 verses 11 through 12 says. It says, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, this is God talking, Every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. So every tongue is going to confess. Every knee is going to bow before God and, and, and confess that Jesus is Lord. And guess what? He says that every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. So whether you want to or not, there is coming a day where you're going to have to give an account for everything that you have done, no matter what. So what better way to be honest with God now and to fess up and say, forgive me, Lord, to repent, to go before him, say, listen, I messed up here. And I need you to help me out with this because I'm telling you, this is a huge problem when it comes to, you know, us as human beings. This is something that you see all the time from from a little child all the way up into a grown adult. There's always this finger pointing thing and not wanting to be held accountable. It's, it's funny because, you know, I was somewhere and somebody was watching a news report on CNN and I stopped for a minute uh, because I heard the guy talking and there was a guy on CNN and he basically was talking, I guess, about the spike in crime all all across the United States. And he was talking about how, you know, there was a spike in crime and shootings and just different things going on all over the United States. This was probably like last week or so. And he started talking about how, there was a mayor in uh, a city somewhere. I can't remember where it was. And I guess what she was telling the citizens was, listen, 
if you have any footage of any police officers, you know, doing something that they should not, not, not doing their job, meaning committing a crime or doing something against the people that they're supposed to be protecting and serving that you deem is not right or that the video shows is not right, send it in to me and I'm going to, you know, prosecute them to the fullest. I'm going to make sure that they are held accountable for their actions. So the guy on CNN, he says that because of this, that the police in that particular area, and maybe he might have said in some other areas, they're pretty much refusing to do their job. So that is one of the beliefs of why there's a spike and crime. And I thought that was so sad. So I, I, I said to myself, so you're telling me individuals that are supposed to protect and serve that are supposed to be holding the people accountable for their actions. And we're not, we're not talking about, you know, not doing your job. Listen, being a police officer is a hard job and you have to make certain judgments. I think that it is a job that you cannot do and be in fear, you know, but you have to always be aware because if you have timidity, as the Bible says, there's no true love there. So fear will cause you to do some crazy things and just, you know, really, make bad judgments. But listen, being a police officer is in no way an easy job. But I thought it was so sad that these individuals, rather than be held accountable for something that is wrong, something that they know that they should not be doing to the to the point where they're also breaking the law because they're doing things that they should not be doing. Instead of them being held accountable, they'll rather throw a fit, act like a child and say, listen, we're just not going to do our job. And I'm like, man, that is so unfortunate to hear and see, because guess what? You know, you have a job to do. It's just it's just like, you know, some of these preachers out here, you know, we are all supposed to be held accountable for our actions. God has put us in a place of authority. God has, you know, given us a position, you know, which is a, a important position, just like being a police officer or being in government, which God has established the government. He talks about that in the scriptures, but God expects you know, the the preacher, the, the politician, the police officer to handle these these positions of authority and love to do the people the right way to make sure that justice is really served, that people aren't getting railroaded and people aren't getting hurt. When you look in the church, that people aren't being taken advantage of. But a lot of times that's what we see. And then when we, we see people that get caught, whether it's a police officer, whether it's a politician, whether it's a preacher, what do they do? They come up with all of these reasons of why they did it, or they'll deny it. Even if there's just you know, just flat out uh, clear evidence of their wrongdoings, you know, and, and it's just a sad and unfortunate thing to see, especially when it comes to people in powerful positions, you know, that God have put in these positions to lead these individuals and to make sure these individuals are right, whether they're being protected physically or whether they're being fed spiritually. And I wanted to just encourage you guys, don't be that way, you know, be, you know, be accountable for your actions. Be honest with yourself and be honest with God who already knows everything that you've done about the things that you've done. Repent, ask him what it is that, you know, he would have you to do from this point. Last scripture I want to read is John chapter three, verses 19 through 20. And the scriptures reads as follows. And this is the condemnation. That word condemnation here means judgment, accusation, damnation, doom. It says, and this is the condemnation that light 
uh, is coming to the world, which is truth, which is the Lord. And men love darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither come to the light. Why? Lest his deeds should be reproved. So it says, listen, you know, light has come in the world, into the world. Truth has come and men, because they love darkness rather than the truth, you know, um, because their deeds is evil and they doeth the evil, you know, those that doeth the evil, they hateth the light and they neither come to the light, you know, lest his deeds should be reproved. That word reproved there means to criticize or correct, to reprimand. And in other words, he doesn't come to the light because he does not want to be held accountable for his evil deeds or his evil actions. And that is what I am encouraging you guys to do on today. Don't run from the light. Don't run from the truth. The Bible says that the truth shall make you free. And who is the truth? Jesus Christ, the Lord. When you go and you look in John uh, chapter one, it talks about how the word was God and how it was with God and how that through the word, all things were made. Jesus Christ made all things. So who better to go back to, to be made over than the one that originally made you. So I just wanted to encourage you guys, listen, don't allow, you know, the actions that you have created. Um, don't allow those different situations to cause you to point fingers. If you know you're wrong, admit that you're wrong. Go before God and say, God, how can I fix this? Fix this, excuse me. You know, reprove me, God. You know, I, I don't mind the criticism and the correction, Father. You know, and after you criticize me and correct me and tell me where I went wrong, show me what do, what do I need to do to make this right. When we look at Adam and Eve's situation in the garden, God gave them all the opportunity and in the world to fess up and say, yes, I messed up. But what did they all do? They both pointed the finger, at, you know, you know, Adam pointed the finger at her and she pointed the finger at the snake and the rest is history. So I just wanted to encourage you guys, listen, you know, it is very important that we be held accountable for our actions, but a lot of times we're the ones that have to just be truthful about them and come before God and say, listen, I messed up or even come before others in our lives and say, listen, I messed up. Listen, I was wrong. I apologize. It takes, you know, it takes a, a heck of a person to go you know, go back and admit they were wrong, especially when they were strong headed about a situation. But don't allow the enemy, you know, to cause you to not be willing to be held accountable for your actions, because believe it or not, a lot of times it can affect your life greatly for many, many years. So I just wanted to just drop that on you guys. Just wanted to let you guys know that I love you. I pray that you guys have a wonderful week until the next time we sit down and have a, a spiritual meal together. Shalom.